Hey guys, it's Raw and Unscripted with Christopher Roush, your place where I help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. On this show, what I do is I try to change your perspective, your perception, your expectations about your past, present, and future so that you look at life as opportunities and not necessarily as failures and mistakes so that you can actually gain momentum, gain confidence, become truly unstoppable by looking at things as opportunities rather than things that hold you back. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about one of the things that holds me back a lot, which is perfectionism, aka procrastination. And I think I'm just going to jump right into it. I think for me, perfectionism comes from my childhood. And I think a lot of things, well, actually, I know a lot of things come from times in our childhood when we're trying to impress our teachers, our parents, our friends, you know, we're trying to do all these things. So we're trying to be perfect with perfect is bullshit. And what I want to talk about today is ways why we procrastinate and ways to overcome that. And I just want to really kind of give you an inside look into my life and into this podcast because the God's honest truth is this podcast was supposed to have started like last summer. Um, I think you heard on episode number one, my producer, Shane Schultz, uh, who is extraordinary. He's awesome. Um, he's been super patient. This podcast started when I was a guest on Travis Barton's podcast. And of course we did a video segment of that. So I got to meet uh, Shane and I already knew Travis. And uh, afterwards, Shane was kind of hinting around that potentially if I wanted to get behind the mic again um, to hit him up. Truth be told, I'm not sure if you guys know this or not. I had a radio show for two and a half years. It was called the Kick-Ass Radio Show. If you notice right here, my little uh, my little gig right here says the Kick-Ass Radio Show. I'm very proud of that. It's still on podcast, so you can check it out on iTunes if you want. On that show, I interviewed a guest every week, and we had them share five kick-ass tips for living a truly unstoppable life. And I did that for two and a half years. And truth be told, I just got to a point with technology. I got to the point where I wasn't seeing my my listeners grow and I just needed a break. So I put the show on hiatus and with every intention of turning around and starting to do podcasts, that way I could actually not have to be under the stress of doing something live every single week. And I did that, like I said, for two and a half years. So it was pretty stressful with technology and whatnot. But again, my true intent was to put the show on hiatus and then start doing a podcast and kind of continue it going on. Well, like anything else, I stopped doing it. And then I got into other mindsets. I got into other habits. And now we're looking at, I should have actually looked this up, but I think it's been about two or three years since I actually did the kick-ass radio show. And it's really surprising because I love doing this. I love being behind the mic. I love being in front of the camera. I love motivating people and truly when I looked at it, I started getting super negative. I started thinking about, okay, you know, I never grew my listeners. I mean, I had a decent amount of listeners, but it wasn't anything that was going to be blowing off the charts. And I just got kind of, you know, I started going down this vicious cycle, this negative cycle in my life where I started thinking, okay, why is anybody listening to me? Do I really have what it takes to motivate people and inspire people and get people to change their actions? And I knew I had to go through my own journey. So the last the last four years of my life, last probably five or six years of my life have been very challenging for me personally, because I know what it takes to have an unstoppable life. I know what it takes to have kick-ass confidence. I know what it takes to get out of a hole where we dig ourselves in. But what did I do? I just stayed laying down. I just stayed in that zone because I didn't feel like it. You know, I've had to go through a lot of pain. I've been through chronic pain. Um, as most of you guys know, I had a back surgery eight weeks ago. So I'm eight weeks post-op, I'm doing really good. But just over that course of that time, I just got negative and I got down and I started procrastinating. And then Shane reached out again, was like, hey buddy, you wanna be on the show? Or do you wanna do a show on the network, the Speaking to the Heart Network? 
And I said, sure, you know what? It's time for me to get back in front of the mic and, uh, and, and start doing these things. And again, it was like, okay, I know what to say and I know what to do, but it was just all these negative thoughts were coming into my head. And so I really wanted it to be perfect. I really wanted this show to change, be different from the last one so that I can really make a bigger impact and have more viewers and just seem more professional. I mean, I'm watching all these guys out there now with, you know, three camera angles and they're doing all this great shit. So I immediately wanted to compete with them, which is really stupid. And so when I was trying to figure out what name I wanted to give this podcast in knowing that I'm a perfectionist, I really just came up with raw and unscripted, of course, with Christopher Roush, because I figured if it gets raw, okay, you guys know what you're going to get. I could sit there and say, it's fucking bullshit that you're doing this and not you know, maybe be surprised because it's raw, but especially the unscripted part that was permission. And that's really key. That was permission for me to not have to worry about making notes, having fucking dry erase boards in front of me to make sure that I remember every single detail that I want to tell you so that I could just speak from the heart. I learned this from a friend of mine, Glenn Morshower. He's a actor, played Agent Pierce on 24. I don't know if you watched that. So he taught me that just speaking from the heart is like the best way to be a speaker. So he would literally get out in a group of in front of us. This is when I was in a mastermind. And he would say, you know what? I really don't know what I'm going to say. I'm just going to let it come from here. And organically, it would come out and it would be one of the best speeches, one of the best talks. And it really got the audience, you know, involved. And so I thought, that's what I want to do. I don't, I'm tired of being Mr. Perfect. I'm trying to make sure that, you know, I have all the notes and I have everything prepared and I say all the right things. It's like, I know in my heart that I've got it. And I just need to trust in that. And I just need to know and tell myself that, you know what, the first five episodes, the first 10 episodes, maybe the first 20 episodes are going to be wonky. They're going to be fucked up. They're not going to be exactly the way I picture them. Like me being, okay, I'm like the perfect DJ. Yes, I'm the perfect podcaster. I'm the perfect guy in front of the video. I'm doing all the right things and I'm saying the things and I'm not rambling, things of that nature. But this is who I am. And that's what I really want to get across to you guys is that fly your freak flag, you know, be who you are. Don't sit there and wait and play the someday game for everything to be perfect because it's never going to be perfect. And there's a, there's a quote that I kind of came up with. It's, it's stealing part of another quote, but you know, a, a shitty half-assed plan consistently done day after day is better than a fucking perfect plan in your brain that never gets done. So if that makes sense, I hope it really does. You know, we get all these ideas in our head, like I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I, I need this piece of equipment. I need that. Oh yeah. I can't do it until I have this, you know, I, God's honest truth. I've been playing with camera angles. I've been playing with different microphones. I bought a mixer, you know, it was like, oh, should I do this? I should I do that? Um, even this, I bought an H five N zoom recorder. Cause I was like, okay, well maybe I'll do it in the truck. Maybe I'll do it here or there, you know, trying to maximize my time, but I already had everything I needed to do this podcast. And so I'm glad that I'm finally fucking doing it so you guys can see it and we can bond and we can talk about things because we have to take action. We don't know how much more time we're going to have left in our lives. Now, I don't know what age you are, but I just turned 50. Very proud of that. Feeling good. You know, eight weeks post-op having back surgery, been dealing with chronic pain since 2006. Um, we don't know how much time we have left at the if the average person lives to be 20, uh, 78 years old, I've got 28 more years left. And there's so much I want to do. There's so much I've been procrastinating on. I have books written. There's a no joke. I have books written that I could probably publish that I just haven't published because again, I read them and I was like, eh, I really don't like the way that sounds. Oh, I should change that. And then I didn't even want to deal with it. So then I put it down. So if I look back on my life, I can actually get 
pretty upset at how much I've almost completed, but never put out and never finished because of that perfectionism, because of that procrastination, because of that, well, I'll get to it. And then, you know, you throw in chronic, chronic pain, you throw in a full busy life schedule, and then you throw in, you know, us adopting Jackson and my life got super full, but there's still always been this aching in my heart to get to you guys and to share consistently what I know and what I've learned, especially in my own struggles and my own journey over the last five years. Probably in the next episode, I'll get into my backstory for those of you who don't know me and just kind of share with you where I've been in my life to let you know that why I'm the subject matter expert on having a kick-ass unstoppable life. Um, so the point of this show, again, raw and unscripted is that it comes from the heart and that you guys see really what it takes to stay consistent, to stay committed, to stay in the game and not overjudge yourself. And I really thought about it for myself. It's this fear. It's like this fear of not being perfect. It's this fear of somebody saying, oh yeah, that's okay, but I'm not gonna watch it again or I'm not gonna listen to it again as far as my podcast goes. But at the end of the day, if I share my heart and I tell you guys, even though if I ramble or even though if I fucking get off subject, whatever it might be, that my heart and my intent is there to see you guys become successful and let you know that I'm no better than you, I'm no different than you. Together, we're gonna go on this journey with this podcast and with the videos and potentially some curriculum I'm gonna, I'm gonna teach and uh, also maybe do some coaching out of this so that we all get out of our own ways because I know that you have plans and I know you have desires out there that you wanna achieve and you wanna tackle but you're just, you know, playing what I call the someday game, which is, you know, oh, someday, you know, when the kids are out, I'll do this. Someday when I lose 10 pounds, I'll do this. Or someday when, you know, Trump's not the president anymore, I'm going to do this. You know, if you ever do that, if you ever catch yourself doing that, you got to stop that shit because there's no guarantee for the next 10 minutes. There's no guarantee for tomorrow. There's no guarantee for next week. So why not just live in this moment? Why not? This is all we have. You know, the truth be told, I want to get a tattoo on the inside of my wrist that says moments. Just so when I look down and I start thinking about the past and start thinking about, well, that's cute. My uh, computer just logged off. So I hope it's still recording. Yeah, it's still recording. So that's interesting. See, real time shit. And I'm not gonna sit there and go cut and go, okay, we're gonna blend that together. That's life. Life happens, shit gets in the way. This is raw and unscripted fucking God damn it. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to get this episode done. That's what I promised Shane, my producer, that I was going to do today. So getting back to it, you know, it's the fear, the fear of failure, the fear of mistakes, the fear of judgment, the fear of not being good enough. You got to think about it. How did you learn how to ride a bike? How did you learn how to walk? Trial and error, trial and error. Can you imagine if you fell down so many times on a bicycle that you never got up and you never learned how to ride it? Could you imagine if you did that with walking? No, we kept doing it until we got it. And then once we did it, it started becoming automatic for us. You know, have you ever driven to work and you sit there and get to work and think, fuck, I don't remember making the turns to get here? Well, that's what I wanna get with you in far as having that confidence and having that unstoppable feeling in your bones. Together, we're gonna do this. You may not have it right now, but I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't necessarily have it either. But with Shane's support and with my drive and my ambition, I figured let's go ahead and start this podcast when I'm not at my best when I'm still struggling with pain, when I'm still struggling with energy problems. But my point is stop trying to be perfect and stop trying to worry about what other people think. Because as you go through those processes, I'm going to learn a lot of things through this process. I'm going to learn eventually just to be able to hit click, click, go and say, Hey, this is the raw and unscripted show with Christopher Rash. And on today's show, we're going to be talking about da da da. And it's not going to take me 13 fucking takes just to get through the intro. 
But I want to share that with you because that's where I'm at right now. And progressively, you're going to see as you tune in every week, you're going to see me get stronger. You're going to see this become more natural. And so I know that even though I'm just sitting in a room right now talking to a little camera on the top of my monitor all by myself, you know, sitting there trying to think about things to say, that eventually that's just going to become easier and more progressive and more impactful. So whether if I would have started back in August and then up to until now, now I'd actually be probably comfortable and be doing really great at it, but I can't go back and I can't change what I did. All I can do is just learn from it. And one of the key things that got me thinking the other day, and I want you to think about this for yourself, go back to a time in your life, and I'm sure you have one, where you went after something and you didn't really think about it. You didn't like consider, oh, what if I fail? You, don't, you didn't consider you know, the ramifications. You just said, I'm going to go for this because I want to do it. And I'll share a story with you. Um, years and years ago, uh, before I really got into motivational speaking, I wanted to be a rock star. So I wanted to get into bands. I love music. And this is the God's honest truth. I decided one day I want to be a singer of a band. So uh, still had my day job and everything. And so I just was like, okay, how do I figure out how to be a singer of a band? So I went on Craigslist and I started looking for singers for bands. And I was like, okay, I started getting some music and started, you know, just practicing a little bit. But I would like call a, a number and say, okay, you know, I saw your ad for a singer for a band. What kind of music do you play? And they were like, oh, okay, I play rock and roll. Um, all right, well, I want to audition. What songs do you want? And they would give me the songs and I would kind of practice them. But the point is that I would go show up at their house, not knowing any of these people, not even fucking have listened to the song without the words. So I know where the stops and the starts are and the bridges and the choruses are, because it's one thing to sing to the radio, but when you have to sing to the music and you don't know where to jump in at, that becomes very difficult and ultimately a little bit embarrassing. Um, but I went on probably about 10 to 20 auditions and I did this over and over again, really just literally embarrassed myself. I just went up there and was like, uh, fuck, I don't know where this is at. Ask the guitarist. Can you nod at me every time I'm supposed to start singing? I mean, how do you expect to get chosen to be the singer of a band if you don't even fucking know where the words stop and they start? But that's an example of me that said, I just want to become a singer of a band. I guess this is what I do. I drove over all over God's green earth here in Southern California to do it. And ultimately, of course, I didn't get picked to be a singer of a band. When I was thinking about doing this podcast, I was like, why am I overthinking this so much? Why am I just like not just pulling the trigger and pressing record and fucking doing it just like I did that? But I've noticed as I've built up some success over the years, you know, doing my radio show, speaking all over the world, coaching, working with people like Les Brown, meeting famous people that I got to this point and then all of a sudden I started self-sabotaging myself because I, I guess in my brain, I didn't feel like I deserved really to go to the next level. There's some other, some other psychological shit probably behind it. But the truth is, is that if I approach this podcast, like I did going out singing for a band, fuck, I would be, I'd be like golden right now, but it, that's not the point. I can't dwell on that. But today is the day. Saturday, March 16th. It's about almost three o'clock and I pressed play and I'm talking to you guys right now. So this is the episode. This is not going to be scrapped. This is not going to be edited. Well, it might be edited a little bit, um, but I just want to come to you from my heart because I don't want you sitting there, you know, playing the someday game, hoping, wishing, and praying like, oh, I hope I get to do this or I hope one day I get to do that. You got to think about your life. And there's an exercise that I do with my coaching clients, which really pretty, pretty fucking simple. You can do this too. Draw a line on a piece of paper and put zero. And then on the other end of the line, put 78. And then find your age and then just put that line there and say, okay, if I'm 50, cross all that area out behind it because that's gone. The, the past is just electrical energy in our brains. 
There's nothing we could do about it. If you have guilty feelings about something, own up to them, get them the fuck off your chest. And then today is a brand new day. It's like ripping a bandaid off. You know, most people don't just like slowly rip the bandaid off. They actually just rip it off. Let's go. So I want you to rip the bandaid off of all the procrastination, the perfectionism that you've been struggling with and just get the fuck to work 1% every day. Here's another tip for you. 1%. You know, when I coach people, they sit there and say, oh, Chris, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have this or I don't have that. But what do you have? Do you have the drive? Do you have the discipline? If you don't, just start off with 1% a day. I don't know anybody in this world who can't afford a half hour every day. So if you're looking to write a book, if you're looking to start a business, if you're like, whatever you're, you're trying to do, commit yourself to 30 minutes a day. Get up 30 minutes earlier. I know that we don't want to. We don't feel like it. We're never going to fucking feel like it. I get up at three o'clock every morning and to this day, I don't like it. I hate it, but it's my choice to do that because of other responsibilities that I have and because I want to take charge of my life. The extra half hour sleep is not going to make any difference. I've already proved it. So think about the 1% rule for me. Writing is one of the things that I procrastinate on. So I just told myself recently, Chris, go into your office, your studio, uh, for 30 minutes a day and write, whether it's a blog, whether it's a journal, whether whatever it might fucking be, and just get into that habit of consistency because that gains momentum. And when you get momentum going, that's when you don't stop, you know, think about riding a bicycle again. You get on, you pedal. When you first start pedaling, it's kind of hard. You're like trying to gain momentum. You're pushing, you're pushing, your muscles are working. You're like, ah, dang. But what happens? Ooh, yeah. You start cruising, you start changing gears, you start going faster, you feel the wind through your hair, you start smelling the trees. That's a metaphor for what we're doing here. We're getting on the bike, we're fucking pressing down on the pedal, and we're going. And if we're in the hardest fucking gear, then we change gears, we make it easy. If we're not strong enough, we get stronger. We continue to do it over time, over time, over time. But that builds. It's like compound interest. Compound interest, that 1%. If you sit there and you think about 365 days a year, what would your life look like? Seriously, fucking think about this for a second. What would your life look like in 365 days? Because they're going to go by if we're lucky, if we're blessed. 365 days, if you committed a half an hour every single day. Let's just, uh, let me just, let me, I'm, I'm going to do this live. I'm going to do this live. Well, on recording. So 365 days times 30 minutes. 10,950 minutes divided by 60. 182 hours. 30 minutes a day. 365 days. 182 hours. Can you imagine how different your confidence would be? Can you imagine your results after committing 182 hours to what it is that you've been stalling on, that you've been perfection, you want to be perfect, or you're procrastinating on, that's all you have to do. But once you start doing, here's the fucking cool thing. You start feeling more confident. You start feeling more comfortable. You start feeling more excited because that momentum, you're like, well, it's not that bad. 30 minutes a day. Oh, maybe I could squeeze in another 20 minutes. What can I do to change my, my schedule? Maybe I don't watch as much TV. Maybe I utilize technology. I mean, I could actually use this in my car. I'm actually going to be using this in my car while I'm sitting in traffic because there's no road noise. So I have a two hour commute pretty much to and from work every day. So I can start utilizing this. I made this investment because it works great. I have an XLR thing. There's no excuse. It's studio quality. So think about it. And in, in, in that point, you have to be resourceful. 
If you want this bad enough, if you want to stop procrastinating, get resourceful and figure out how to do it. If you don't have money, figure out how to make more money, whether it's, you know, driving for Instacart or doing Uber or Lyft and saying, okay, for the next six months, it may take me six months of investing this time, this investment in myself to gain enough money to purchase something that I need, or possibly you can borrow it, or possibly you can go on offer up or Craigslist. You don't have to have the best. Literally, I could have started this podcast with my fucking phone. So there's no excuses. I'm the no excuses coach, by the way. And if I would have been a perfectionist, I would have stuck this and said, oh, I wanted to say that in the beginning. But this is not perfect. It's not going to be perfect. This is from my heart. And that's what you're going to get from me is every week, this podcast and all the accoutrements that we're going to do with this is from the heart designed to inspire you because I've learned I can't really motivate you. I can get you motivated for a minute, but I want to inspire you to think about things differently. And when you think about those 28 years for me, I heard it on, I heard a guy named, um, I think it's called David Itzler. His name's David Itzler, uh, does these ultra marathons and everything. And he was just on a podcast recently and he said, 28 years. He goes, I get 28 summers left. And just that perspective, 28 summers left hit me right here because I've got a two and a half year old son, Jackson, who was amazing. And I was actually just bitching about summer coming along. I'm like, Oh man, it's going to be hot. And then we have those humid days and blah, blah, blah. But now I'm looking forward to it because I don't get that summer back. 28 summers is, is not a long time for me to accomplish the things I want to do and the legacy I want to leave. So here's another tip. If you don't know what to do or where to start, think about where you want to end up. That's where I think about. I think about what do I want my son to see in his time with me? What do I want him to accomplish? I don't want him to see a dad who claims to be, you know, this motivational speaker and this, this guy that gets people to change their perspective and become unstoppable when I myself haven't done the shit that I keep saying I'm going to do. I don't want him. I don't want to pass away and have him go through all my notes and be like, wow, dad had three books written. Dad had enough material for like 17 courses. Dad had all these videos already done and he didn't do anything with them. Wow. What a waste. No, I want my son to grow up and see like, okay, this is what we do. We fall down, we get skinned up, but the truth is we have to make tough decisions. And I think that's where we get held back because we don't want to make tough decisions that possibly can hurt other people's feelings. We don't want to make tough decisions where it's going to require a sacrifice from us. We love our creature comforts. And that's another tip for you. Short-term gratifications versus long-term goals. If you're watching TV to ignore stuff, if you're eating to ignore stuff, if you're drinking to ignore stuff, if you're gambling, if you have sex addiction, whatever you have, those short-term gratifications, you need to prioritize yourself and get the fuck out of your own way and sit there and say, no, I don't want to be remembered for watching 17 hours of The Walking Dead. I want to spend a half hour every day reading a book that's going to help me with my problems. There's nothing that pisses me off more when somebody says, oh my God, you know, money, my money's tight and I don't know what to do and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what have you done? What have you researched in order to change your financial situation? Probably 99% of the time, nothing. I don't have time for that. Or I don't know. That's, that's for people who have money. So they're already just like negating the situation, the possibility that if they went to a fucking library, even if they don't have internet, that they could pick up a book on how to invest money or how to make money or how to, you know, different ways of looking at it. You don't need 185 fucking channels of TV that's useless. You don't realistically, you need to focus on what's the most important thing and dedicate that time and make that sacrifice. And if you don't have the right people in your life, here's another tip, ditch them, get the right people in your life. If you sit there and say, like, for my example, if I said, I want to do a podcast and my wife told me to get bent and thought that was stupid, you know, wasn't supporting my dreams, then a, I need to communicate with her. 
and we're going to talk a lot about communication and relationships in this, in this podcast, not this episode, but in this podcast, but you have to have the right people around you, the people that are going to lift you up, the people that are going to hold you accountable. That's why I became a coach. That's why I have coaches and mentors because they hold me accountable because they know I'm capable of a lot better stuff than I've actually been doing. I mean, my mentors must be going fucking crazy because they're like, Chris, do something. You have the skills. I mean, if you guys know who Les Brown is, famous motivational speaker, I had Les Brown tell me to my face that he would put me on stages with him as long as I didn't do the kick-ass thing where I swear and wear the bandana and everything else. And I had to tell him, Les, I am who I am and I, that's who I want to be. But if you don't have the right people in your life, if you have people that are holding you back, trying to keep you down with them, you know, the whole misery loves company kind of shit, then you need to get new people. And that's a sacrifice and that's tough to do. But when you do it and you and you execute on that, A, you're going to feel better and B, you're going to have confidence because you'll be like, holy shit. I fucking did that. Wow. I feel like a weight's lifted off my shoulder. I can't tell you guys how many times I've had seen people in toxic relationships where they got out of that and they just felt free. They just felt empowered. They just felt like everything. There was an opportunity. Think about the five people you're around the most. I want you to put their names on a piece of paper and I want to put positive or negative. And if they're positive, check mark positive. And if they're negative, check mark negative, and then find other people to fill those positive spots. And you can do this. And I'm not going to fucking joke. It's going to be tough. You're going to have to make those sacrifices. But in the end, it's worth it because when you die, you don't want to have regrets. When you get old and you're sitting there thinking back on your life and you play the shoulda, coulda, woulda game, that is misery. That is pain. That is fucking regret. And that will certainly screw you up for the time you have remaining. So why not just go after it now? Don't worry about all these other people around here making fucking decisions and judging you because we're all going to be dead. I mean, unfortunately, here's the truth of it. In 100 years, we're going to be gone. And hopefully people will remember us and hopefully we'll have a legacy that we leave behind for shit that we did, whether it was our, our family, whether it was me putting out into the community, my motivation and my, my personal development stuff. But at the end of the day, don't look back on your life and go, wow, I should have done this. Here's another tip for you. Um, there's a book. I can't remember the name of the author, but right now it's a hospice nurse. It's a very famous book. Uh, hospice nurse, um, documents the, uh, what she learned from the dying. So she writes down and she talks about, and the number one regret is that they didn't live the life they wanted to live. They lived the life they thought they were supposed to live. Let me say that again. They lived the life they thought they were supposed to live and not the live, not the life they wanted to live because it was all about everybody else's perceptions and everybody else's judgments. Oh, you should follow in your father's footsteps and go and do, you know, the plumbing job or whatever it might be. I mean, how sad is that? You know, I've dealt with people who are hiding the fact that they're gay. They don't want to come out in, even in this day and age, they don't want to come out and say they're gay. I've had people that just like are hiding who they are. You know, don't do that. Life is short. Why are you going to do that for that person? That person doesn't have the best interest in your mind. If they're going to judge you about what you're doing, they should be like, go out and make fucking mistakes, man. I learned this from a sales rep. Really key thing. I'm not into sales. I don't like sales, you know, personally for me, but he says, I look forward to my first hundred no's. Because I look forward to going out and getting them every single day because I know after my hundredth no, I'm going to get a yes. So where most people would be like, oh, I don't feel like cold calling today. I don't want to go do that. It sucks. You know, you have to face rejection and everything else. But if you change your perspective about that and you sit there and say, I'm looking forward to doing this because once I get through all those no's, I'm going to get a yes. So if I have to make 300 fucking phone calls today, I'm going to get three yeses and then my day is done. But if you sit there and you, you whine about it and you bitch about it, like, oh, I got to do this. What's going to come out in your efforts? 
in anything you want to do. If you're sitting there thinking, I really don't want to do this. It's not my thing. I'm doing this for my wife. I'm doing this for my parents. I'm doing this for my teacher. I'm doing this for whoever the fuck it is. And you're not into it. What are your efforts going to be? Hi, this is George. I'm calling from George's Plumbing. Uh, would you like to have a free estimate today on cleaning out your main drain? Or if you look at it like, okay, hey, my name's George, da, 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 and this is what we're going to do. Okay, really not? Okay, thank you. Next call. That's what you have to do. That's what we have to do together. I have to keep doing these episodes because already I'm feeling better. Already I'm like not in my head so much. I'm just in my heart, and I just know that whatever comes across to you, even if I get one thing that you kind of sit back and go, that makes sense. Holy shit. I'm going to check this guy out some more. Then just stay with me. Stay on the ride with me because that's what we're going to do. We're going to grow together and I'm going to show you how I do it. I'm not going to keep any secrets. I'm not going to, I'm not going to bullshit you like, oh, everything's all great. Truth be told, when I was just downstairs talking to my wife, I said, oh, I got to go upstairs and record this podcast. And then I changed my perspective. I'm like, I get to go upstairs. I don't have to, I get to go upstairs and record this podcast and share what's in my heart and my brain with all these individuals out there who are going to listen to it. And my intent is I make an impact, whether it's 10 people, five people, one person, a million people, I'm going to go out there and make an impact because at the end of the day, I want my son to learn and see that we don't give up. That when I talk about my Instagram and my Facebook and all the other social media things where I put hashtag unstoppable, that I'm truly unstoppable and I'm not going to get in my own way of my perfectionistic, stupid, fucking procrastinating ways, right? So think about what it is that you've been procrastinating on. Think about what are the possibilities. If you change your perspective about that, maybe you've been focusing on the wrong thing. Whatever it is, just decide that you're not going to allow that anymore. You're not going to accept your bullshit excuses because I'm the no excuses coach. So if you have an excuse, feel free to hit me up. Christopher at ChristopherRausch.com, R-A-U-S-C-H, Christopher at ChristopherRausch.com. Tell me what your excuse is. Tell me what your situation is. I'll be happy to answer questions here on the podcast. I'll do videos for them. I'll do it. We're going to have a private Facebook group for this show only. So this is a conversation that's going to be ongoing. This isn't just a podcast you're going to listen to once a week and be like, okay, I'm going to listen to it again next week. This is going to be ongoing in our life because it's going to hold me accountable. And I know when I do these things and I hold myself accountable, I will rise to that challenge because I won't want to let you guys down. So I am doing this in a way to overcome my own procrastination, my own perfectionism, because I know that I'm going to be congruent. I can't do anything if I'm not congruent. That's why I've taken like the last couple of years off of a personal development because I just didn't feel like it. I didn't feel like I was worthy of telling somebody I could easily tell everybody what to do, but if I'm not doing it myself, then that's bullshit. And you're never going to get that with me. I'm always going to be straight up with you guys because that's what we need in this world. We don't need all these people fucking you know, flying around on jets, pretending everything's easy and it's going to come to you. Life is difficult. Life is challenging. Life is fucking hard. And oftentimes we don't feel like it. I went to the gym this morning. I didn't feel like it, but I knew something bigger that I didn't feel like dying. I don't feel like being in shitty health. I feel like having better energy. I feel like having my body look better. So yeah, I didn't feel like going to the gym, but I tell you what, once I got to the gym and I started working out, I felt better because a, I didn't feel like it and I went and did it anyway. And B, I know that 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 progressively is going to build momentum. I'm going to feel a lot better. I'm going to want to go do bike rides. I'm going to want to go do other stuff. I want to be active with my son. So I hope all of this is getting to you in some form or fashion in the way I'm talking and the way I'm saying it, that it's kind of like a jab, jab, right hook, boom, 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 you know, and it's not meant to hurt you or beat you up. It's just meant to, for you to look inside yourself and really think, what am I about? What am I made of? 
And one of the other tips I want to let you know is when you're in a weird time and you're not sure what to do, just ask yourself, as you get to know me, unless you know me already, what would Christopher do? What would Christopher say? What type of things would he tell me to get in touch with myself to be able to do these things? And just for you guys benefit, if you want to get to know me more, go to ChristopherRoush.com, R-A-U-S-C-H, ChristopherRoush.com. I have links to my YouTube there and you can go and see, I have 135 videos or something like that. You can get an idea of what I'm about. You can get an idea of my, my, uh, motivation style, and that'll help you in between all these different times. You can follow me on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm doing daily Instagram videos there. Um, so I'm really getting back into this because I don't want to have that regret and regrets suck. I've seen them on so many people's faces when they get old or as they're getting older, they think it's too late. I don't want that for me and I don't want that for you. All right. So, uh, just think about that. Stop procrastinating. Stop playing the perfectionistic game, change your attitude. Look at these failures and the mistakes as learning opportunities and get as many learning opportunities as you can, because I promise you, you're going to get better at whatever it is that you're doing. It just takes time. Just think about those, those hours, a half an hour every day. Just think about that. The impact that I can make just that little shift. Maybe go for a walk every day, get some energy going, get some oxygen going, do these things, change the way what you're eating, little bitty things all add up. All right. So again, Christopher at Christopher If you want to send me an email, Christopher If you want to connect with me on social media, it's all right there. And if you want access to the private Facebook group page, again, hit me up, send me an email. All right. So I'm glad episode two is now done. And I hope that truthfully, you guys seriously take action today, right now. Just decide that you're not going to put up with your own bullshit excuses anymore. Just decide that you want to leave a bigger legacy than just knowing what happened on the last season of The Walking Dead or whatever it might be, all right? So I love you guys. Take care. And I hope this episode really hits you. I would love your feedback and your comments on it. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? Peace.